Buenos dias. Welcome to another daily devotion. I'm your host today, El Padre. I only have these glasses today. So unfortunately, those of you who are watching by uh, the uh, lives, the, the YouTube videos, you're going to just have to see the reflection of my Bible in my glasses. <laughs> Sorry about that, but it is what it is. So, uh, today we are going to be uh, in Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 40. I, I really love this particular passage. It's one of my favorites because there's kind of some fun, strange things in here. Um, but real quick, uh, the theme of this, in, in my opinion, uh, what we can take away is really just one word, <clears throat> and that is to obey. Uh, in Matthew 28, 20, uh, we see that uh, Jesus tells uh, the disciples to go and make disciples and baptize them and then to teach them to obey all that I commanded. And so um, when it comes to this, um, you, you see here uh, obedience taking place and what happens when we as believers obey. So jumping in, verse 26, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up <clears throat> and go south. To the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and went. There was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch and high official of Candace, queen of Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. So just real quick, uh, interesting things about this guy. This this is an Ethiopian man. Uh, this is most likely a convert to Judaism. So this is somebody who believes that Yahweh is the God of both uh, the Jews and the world. Uh, and so uh, he believes in the Bible um, at the time. He would have believed in the the Old Testament. And so he is reading uh, the prophet Isaiah. Um, so he's Ethiopian. <clears throat> Every once in a while, uh, I think it's important for us to realize that um, like, race isn't always talked about in the Bible, but sometimes it's important. So like this guy being Ethiopian, you can safely assume he's probably got black skin. Uh, or dark brown skin. Um, you know, he's a eunuch. So what does that mean? Well, uh, eunuchs are people who are, this This would be a man who has been castrated. Uh, this is a man um, so, so that he has no, um, no drive in his body. Um, you know, depending on the age that he was castrated depend will depend on how masculine he might come across, so um, he could have softer features. Um, you know that that that's all 
viable. The reason that they would do that, uh, they did it all throughout history for lots of different empires, was so that uh, males could serve uh, females in charge without um, them, like, being sexually active with them, whether in a consensual way or, or otherwise. Uh, so this, this would, so like Queen Esther, yeah, she had a eunuch, um, probably several eunuchs that tended to her. This is a way for the king to ensure that she's not gonna get raped or not gonna fall in love with uh, one of them or anything like that, because she would be spending um, time with them. And so um, eunuchs throughout history um, are always men um, who have been castrated. Uh, the high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. So think of it like this. This is, this In the United States, this would be somebody that works for or the, um, the official in charge of the IRS. Um, I do think we have a national uh, treasurer. So this is somebody who has an immense amount of responsibility, an immense amount of power. Um, and he, it, it says here in verse 27 that he came to worship in Jerusalem. And he was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. So he was on his way uh, home because he had just been, um, you know, in Jerusalem worshiping the Lord, and it says this, that the Spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. So pay attention now to Philip. Philip, in verse 26, is told that he should get up and go south to the road that goes down from Gaza. Now, we don't necessarily know where exactly Philip was, other than the fact that he was in Jerusalem somewhere. So he has to go to the desert road. Um, and so he does, he gets up and he goes down there and then the spirit tells him to go and join the chariot. So two times in three verses, we see something that I think is uh, the theme uh, that we can all take away. And that is he's, Philip is a guy that obeys. Um, he obeys the angel of the Lord and he obeys the spirit of God who speaks to him. And so for us, um, it, it's important for us to recognize that part of the, the following Christ means that we need to be willing to obey. Uh, you obey the written word, we obey the spirit uh, when he speaks to us. And sometimes he asks you to go to crazy places where there might not be a big crowd to share the gospel. Uh, sometimes he'll ask you to, you know, maybe he wants you to go to this park that nobody's at for a while so that uh, you can pray for people. Last Thursday for my day off, I went uh, to an outreach in uh, Flora, Indiana with my wife and kids, and we um, we didn't do anything glamorous. Uh, we have six kids, and so what we did was... We went to a park and we just, when we got there, uh, it was just our family. Um, there were a couple uh, kids playing basketball, but it was very clear, like it might've been inappropriate for us to be talking to them. So we just kind of waited around 
Um, and then around four o'clock or so, uh, a teenager, um, probably two teenagers, I guess, and then their dad was there. Um, it turns out that the dad is, is my age. Uh, he plays the same instruments that I play, uh, listens to the same kind of music that I listen to. Um, we, we did a lot of the same kinds of things, uh, graduated the same year, uh, just in two different places. And like Philip, all we did really was be obedient. Um, you know, we, we were obedient to the fact that we are all called, uh, to share the gospel. And so we are all called to make a, a, a time set aside for that. And so that's what we did. My, my whole family was there. We went, and so I started interacting with them. Why? Because they were there. They were with us. Um, and then it says this, that the Spirit tells Philip to go and join that chariot. And when Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. You know, for us, I didn't have to run. I just kind of walked over to the guy and made a, a, a joke. And... Uh, Next thing I know, we're, we're talking for a while, ended up praying for them. And um, the guy uh, and his children were very happy to be prayed for. And so in this, we see Philip running up to it. That's, that's important because, um, for one, like he's on a chariot. So it, the chariot is moving. Now, we don't know if this is a full gallop. When I was a kid, I always imagined this as a... Like the guys, like the chariots are going really fast. And so Philip had to be like super fast. Um, it also could just be that they were just trotting like the Amish do. And you could, if you're in shape, for sure, you could catch a uh, chariot that, that's just trotting, trotting. And he heard him while he was running up. He heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. And now the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter as a lamb is silent before its shearer. So he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe this generation for his life is taken from the earth. We went through the Bible and the wristband using the this particular um, wristband. And so when we did that, um, you know, we asked them the same way that Philip asks them, do you know what this means? Uh, we asked them the same thing. Do you know what each one of these verses mean? And so uh, it says that the eunuch said to Philip, I ask you, who is the prophet saying this is about himself or someone else? Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning with this scripture. Uh, in other words, he began with the scripture that was there. And so we do the same thing. We begin with these scriptures that were there. We have them read it out loud. Uh, not because this guy is reading it out loud necessarily, but it's a good idea to have people read the scriptures out loud. Uh, and then it says that he began with this scripture, but then like he, he, so he talks about how Jesus probably was on trial and he didn't say anything, didn't defend himself. And then how they crucified him. But that he raised again. And as they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. 
what would keep me from being baptized? And th there, this is really interesting, but there's like this little side note thingy that says, uh, and there's a verse 37 that's missing. Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Um, this, this particular time, I've not been able to look much into why that manuscript doesn't include it. Uh, some Every translation picks and chooses. Um, if most of the time, we've talked about this in the past, that if the oldest manuscript doesn't have it in it, uh, the Bible that I use usually doesn't include it. Uh, we've talked about this before as well, about how, like, just because it's not in the oldest one we have now doesn't mean it couldn't have been in the oldest one originally and that we just don't know why it would have been missing from the one in between. I don't know. Uh, and so let's keep going. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's some water. What would keep me from being baptized? So he ordered the chariot to stop and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized them. So with us, uh, I actually have a copy right here. Um, on ours, on the, this is the Bible. Oh, you can see my, my daughter put a nice little gift for me in there, a little bookmark. Um, we have these little Bibles that we use that have all the tabs on it. And the verse is highlighted, so it, we make it pretty easy for everyone. Uh, this is... Um, a tool that Time to Revive uses that we use here at Redeeming Life Fellowship because it makes it super duper easy. Uh, and there's a question on the back. What would keep me from getting baptized? Well, here, this says, is there anything or anyone keeping you from accepting the free gift of life in Jesus today? And so when I asked this question to our pals uh, that we got to pray for at the park, uh, both uh, the the dad and the the son said that there was nothing keeping them and that they would, in fact, like to open that free gift of love, of life in Jesus. And so um, right then and there, we prayed at the park. Uh, they didn't end up getting baptized like this, like, like the eunuch, but um, to me, like that's, that's, that's still pretty exciting. That, that's a testimony, like this is a testimony. So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized them. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, but went on his way rejoicing. I love this. Uh, you know, to me, uh, this makes me think of, uh, I think it's Star Trek, when you just like, when they beam you up, Scotty, and they teleport you, so to speak, somewhere else. Uh, it seems like the Spirit of the Lord does this for Philip, but maybe he just like, you know, whoops, whooshes in and picks him up like, and then carries him away. Who knows? Uh, this is my giant water. There you go, Dan. My, I have water. I, I don't got none of that hot bean water, Dan. This is a supernatural activity that takes place. Uh, and I believe that the reason that this is taking place is because uh, Philip is known to be trustworthy he's known to be obedient and when god tells him to do something he does it and so god recognizes hey uh, i need you philip to share the gospel somewhere else so philip appeared in azotis also known as ashdod 
And he was traveling and preaching the gospel in all the towns until he came to Caesarea. So the reason for him to be transported was so that he could share the gospel. It wasn't so that he could just go somewhere faster so that he could, um, you know, get to the pizza place as fast as he wants. It's because he needed to share the gospel. And so I believe that as we share the gospel, as we're faithful to obey God's word, as we're faithful to obey the, the spirit of God and the angels of God that come present us messages, um, I, I believe that we will see um, more supernatural things that are difficult to understand, difficult to explain, showing up in our lives. Uh, we don't do it so that we can have those things happen. We do it because we believe the message and that God wants that message and that he wants all men to be saved. And so in order for them to receive it, they have to be able to hear it. And so um, I believe that God will make whatever um, happen happen so that that can happen. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you are new to the channel, you can subscribe Click the little bell and you'll be notified whenever one of our wonderful videos is available. Also, if you enjoy these videos, because you tune in all the time, huh, huh, you are, uh, we, we challenge you to partner with us by clicking the link, the donation link in the description below. That will be a tax deductible gift. Thank you so much for joining us today. Peace out, Girl Scouts.